This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, we're back. Hour two. Richard Battle joining us now as he does on most every Wednesday. Author of Made in America by Americans, not Americans. Richard, welcome. How are you, sir? Good afternoon, John. We're doing great and just looking forward to our discussion today. I'm looking forward to it, too, because the title is No Kid Ever Wanted to Grow Up to Be a Socialist. Man, that is so true. Well, yes, and the aha moment came for me earlier in the summer when I was at a Houston Astros game, and I I was looking around and observing the families of young kids and how excited they were and how much fun they were having. And it just made me realize how much every kid from birth wants liberty and wants to do what they want to do and achieve what they can achieve and enjoy life to the fullest and not be told how to live by any government agency. Yet... Those particular individuals you just mentioned will always give you the promise of more freedom and more hope and more, quote-unquote, equality, Richard, which is supposed to make life better. Problem is, it never happens. Well, yes, the sales pitch never mentions the cost, and it never mentions the failure. And now they're pitching not only equality, but as we've talked about, equity. Yep. And that's a results-based. And so they're trying to make everyone the same. And I'll, I'll jump to the best example I have. And I've mentioned it before. I was the only person I've ever known asked to lip-sync during the second-grade Christmas pageant because I can't sing. And the only way they can give me equity in singing is to make everybody else sing worse. Yeah. Ah, good one. You know, and in this, Richard, you and I could talk literally for the rest of the show because this is a big one for me. I, I feel like we have really gone off the rails, and I think we've taken even out of context what our founding fathers said when it came to the equity of mankind. When our founding fathers talked about all men are created equal, they are equal under the law to be given the same rule of law accordingly, no one based upon their merit or their stature in life, but everybody be treated equal under the law. That's where it ended, though, Richard. You and I, and I know you personally, you are a much smarter individual than me. We are not equal. Uh, No, we're not. And there's some things that you are much better at than I am, and hopefully there's one or two things I may be better at than you are. Well, I I know one of them. You can write books, and I can't, Richard, so there you go right there. (laughs) Well, uh, and uh, our founders, if you'll remember, uh, Adam Smith published The Wealth of Nations in 1776, and he talked about the the invisible hand, and that's where everyone uses their God-given gifts to go out and pursue their dreams and do what they're great at, 
And I, I'm not very good at building or constructing or doing home improvement projects. Uh, so I willingly pay someone to help mm-hmm. me do that. And hopefully they'll pay me to do something they're not as good at. There you go. And that free exchange of labor and ideas yep. is what's created so yep. many innovations in our country's history. And that's what we should celebrate, not penalize. Yep. Kids especially, this is funny too, it's in my notes, and you are so spot on. Kids from birth, soon as they're old enough to be able to say, mine or I'll do it myself, show their capitalists. Well, absolutely. And it's so funny <laughs> because they don't want someone to do it for them. They want to achieve that sense of accomplishment. And that's something you can do in a free society. Right. Uh, we fail, yes, we fall short. Some are better than others, but you never have that exhilaration of success. You can't build upon it when a government is restricting what you can do. Yep. yep. And again, you've got it in my, in my notes as well. And, 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 you know, I want to make sure that I added to what I said a moment ago about our founding fathers that, you know, we have equal treatment under the law. But same thing. They really wanted us to have equal things when it came to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But again, I think we've twisted that around, and the left especially has, to where they think everyone should be equal. We should all have this quote-unquote equity. The reality is, as I said earlier, Richard, I think even our founding fathers understood this. We are not equal. God made us differently. We have different talents, each one of us, different IQs even. We all bring different things to the table. doesn't mean anybody's better than someone else. It just means we're different. And I think... Richard, you know, the travesty is when we start treating each other equally, we really screw things up. Yes, and that's that's the micromanagement of the do-gooders trying to tell people what they should be versus letting people discover and find. We would not have the computers that we have and the software, mm. uh, the Wright brothers flying, Lindbergh crossing the Atlantic. So many things we've had over the years were because individuals pursued their dreams and right. with their talents and achieved something. And no government can make that happen. And we look at other countries and we see little kids that are discouraged because they've had their souls basically stolen from them because they know they can never achieve anything in life greater than what they have. A question I have for you, and I don't have this in front of me, so maybe you know this off the top of your head, but I feel like when we become, we, when parents become helicopter and or the new term is snowplow parents where they just push everything out of the way and the kids don't have to really do anything on their own and so on, I have to go back and look at some of the great inventors that we've had. My gut feeling, and I'd have to look to see specifically whether I'm right or not, but you just mentioned the Wright brothers a moment ago. I'd like to know what age did they actually fly and what did mom and dad think? Because could they do that today is my point. Well, I think they could. It'd be much more difficult because the government would be hobbling their efforts along the way with uh, regulations and fees and other different oversight. But I believe they were in their 30s to 40s, and so they were not young men, but they weren't old men. But they they were bicycle shop owners, and they had this dream to be the first to have powered flight. They took no government money like their competitors in Europe did. They self-taught themselves the technology to build Mm -hmm. the airplane. And not only that, once they achieved it in 1903, they secured many other patents and other inventions as well, so they didn't stop and rest on their laurels. So they are someone we should 
emulate in our efforts, not penalize and, and hold in scorn because they did something most of us will never do. The One of the Wright brothers I was reading, it's been a while back, but I think one of the Wright brothers, because of a hockey game where they were probably young out playing hockey, the stick slipped and he ended up with a bunch of his teeth missing. Uh, again, Richard, because kids were able to do those things back then with most likely no helmet or anything on along those lines. And I'm not saying that you know we don't want to protect our kids physically as much as we can, but you, you know, let's just say they were a different generation and were most likely a lot tougher than most of us are today. Well, yes, and, and one of the analogies I love is taking a classroom, and we want people to learn and study and get the best grades they can. But if you tell the class to work hard, and some people work hard, some people don't work quite as hard, but yet you give everyone a C, a D, or an F, regardless of what they really scored on a test, you penalize the people who worked hard and would have earned an A, and you prop up the people at the bottom. And when you penalize people, you discourage them from taking that extra risk and putting that extra effort in it. And then you just end up with less achievement overall because there's no incentive. One of the things that I've been coaching my clients on, of course, you know, clients hire and, you know, fire, of course, but they hire individuals. In a lot of cases, the folks that I'm coaching are hiring, you know, younger individuals. Some of them will be in their early 20s or early 30s. And, Richard, one thing that we've started to notice among the business community, and I think this is pretty true across the board, is the fact that these individuals because it's male and female alike it's not just you know one sex or the other it it, and i do believe there's just two sexes but the reality is when it comes to adversity richard they don't know how to handle it somebody has handled most of the things for them throughout all of their life and they don't know how to handle adversity yes and what's what's interesting about that the helicopter or the snowflake parents are trying to protect their kids And it's a great disservice because our natural instinct is we fall down for learning to ride a bike, get up and try it again. If first you don't succeed, try, Mm -hmm. try, try again. That used to be the mantra. Now it's I don't want little Johnny to have any pain at all. And we even have our occupant in the White House trying to eliminate pain for us as citizens, trying to eliminate risk of loss during hurricanes or tornadoes or other things, trying to eliminate that risk, and it's not possible, and it sets up a false sense of expectations and prepares us for more pain in the future when we really have to face adversity. And we're not doing, and this is the point of our conversation today, we are not doing justice to the next generations, plural, by doing that, are we? No. uh, The best generations we've had have had to grow up quickly they've had to overcome adversity and doing so every time you overcome adversity that builds confidence for facing the next Mm -hmm. adversity Mm -hmm. and as we've talked about before there are things that i've experienced that make my daughter's adversities look small but to her they're larger because she's not experienced them yet true and we as parents and grandparents need to help build our children and grandchildren up by teaching them how to experience and overcome adversity. Give us the things that socialism steals from us. Well, I think the natural inclinations in our life, which are creativity, our dreams, our imagination, 
finding our purpose and desire of achievement. And I think the total of that is our soul. And when we see people from socialistic countries, their soul has been robbed because of the sameness. They have a sameness, but it's an equal sharing of misery, as Churchill talked about, not success. Yep, and I've got some things, folks, when I come back that I'm going to talk about that are going on in our world today in countries like Richard's talking about and why some countries, I believe, are behind where we're at. Richard, always a joy having you. RichardBattle.com. What's the book one more time, Richard? Made in America by Americans, not Americans, and the audio version is now available at Amazon as well. That's awesome. Richard, as always, appreciate you joining us, sir. My pleasure. God bless America. God bless you too, Richard. Appreciate you very much. Solar Energy Partners is up next, and uh, Alan Davis wants to help you show you how you can lock in your energy prices for the future. He has a way to do that, and there's no out-of-pocket money to make that happen. Solar Energy Partners, 303-378-7537, or any of our websites he's listed at as well. That's literally everything from RushToReason.com to AM560. You name it, he's out there. Just Solar Energy Partners. Again, the direct line, 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Alan only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power. Now, make your investment today by contacting Alan at klzradio.com slash sun or by calling 303-378-7537. RoofMax, Roof Savers of Colorado. Dave Hart wants to save your roof, not spend more money on it than is necessary. And he can come out and look at it, find out exactly what you need. And if you're looking to sell your home or buy a home, you need to have it inspected as well. 303-710-6916 or go to rushtoreason.com. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. All right, Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers, who, by the way, when it comes to mortgages, he is the expert on that. And I mean that sincerely. Any question you have when it comes to 
a mortgage, give Kurt a call today, 720-895-0500. Rates just keep going up, making it harder to buy or refinance a home. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Make your 30-year payment, but own your home in 15 years, all while paying half the interest. Have access to your equity for 30 years without having to refinance and pay more fees. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. There are thousands of customers taking advantage of this simple interest loan. It's times like this when you can really save in your interest costs and pay less. Go to AIMortgage.net and see our Google reviews about the Asset Manager Mortgage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get up to 90% loan to value and up to $2 million in loan amount, all at the same rate as a $100,000 loan. Whether you want a condo, second home, investment, or cash out, all come with the same rate. No more paying higher fees and higher rates. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Pay less interest and own your home faster. Call 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So I've got something. It wasn't in my notes, but Richard prompted me and reminded me of something that I thought goes right along with this. And I've talked about this some, but this really just continues to solidify the things that I say when it comes to other countries outside the U.S., especially heavy socialist-slash-communist countries. There is little to no innovation there. Let's take China, for example. Yes, China is technologically savvy on the backs of us, from the backs of us, I should say. I've said it before, I'll keep saying it. The Asians, Asian countries in general, even though some of them are not as communistic as China, but typically speaking, Asian countries don't invent much of anything. They reinvent repurpose, refine, redesign. You notice there's always an RE in front. They don't invent much of anything. They redo a lot of things, steal a lot of things, reverse engineer a lot of things, but they don't invent much of anything. And I believe wholeheartedly it's because of what Richard and I were just talking about a moment ago. There's no incentive to. Case in point, you all know about the chip shortage. It is talked about almost daily and has been for quite some time. I learned some things this week because one of you listeners sent me a really great YouTube video talking about how chips are made, in in particular some of the smallest chips that we have on the planet and the machine that makes these, which I did not know comes out of the Netherlands. That's where the machine is designed and built. It is only sold to certain countries because, believe it or not, and Donald Trump will never get credit here, he put a stop to the Netherlands selling any of this type of technology or equipment to China. To Joe Biden's credit in the White House, they've kept that moratorium in effect, and they still cannot buy this particular latest piece of technology out of the Netherlands. They've tried, but they're not allowed. And it's an agreement that we have with the Netherlands where they're not allowed to sell this to China or any other country like that. We have this technology, and of course there's other chip makers around the world that have it, but China 
does not have it, cannot get their hands on it. They can buy some of the previous generation chip machines, but not this particular machine. And it looks like that's going to be that way for quite some time. The Netherlands have said, this this company that owns this, I should say, has said that China could most likely reinvent the wheel or invent what they have, but it would take them, get this, 10 years to make what they can go buy from the Netherlands right now. That's how long it would take them to redesign their own machine. 10 years, folks. We know what happens in the electronics world in that amount of time, and that machine may be obsolete in 10 years. So give Donald Trump some credit. He wouldn't allow the Chinese to have this machine. I'll give even the Biden administration, you've heard Andy and I say this, I'll give credit where credit's due on either side of the aisle. They kept that same moratorium in place to where China still can't buy that machine. I'll give, I'll give the current White House that credit. I, again, go back to what Richard and I were just talking about. I, I chalk this up to the fact that those type of governments and those types of settings don't allow innovation. They, they don't allow creativity. They don't allow people to dream. There's no imagination other than to leave. I think their imagination is what would it be like to be on American soil, not here. That's typically where their imagination is. And how do I know this? Folks, I've traveled not the entire world, but I've been other places around the world. And I can tell you right now, they look at us as Americans with envy. You're an American? Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, there's parts of Europe where they stick their nose in the air and they don't like us. But you know what? They're Europeans. Who cares? I don't care much for Europe anyways, just to be real flat out honest with everybody. My wife keeps saying, hey, we should go tour there. We should go visit there. We should do this. We should do that. I have no desire to go to Europe. Bunch of stuck-up snobs as far as I'm concerned. No desire to be there. We left there for a reason. Our ancestors did. My ancestors did. I have no desire to go back. Anyways, side note. They, too, don't have the same creativity we have. How do I know that? Um, Look at the vehicles they make. Anybody out there with any kind of a brain in the car world knows if you buy an English vehicle, plan on spending lots of money because it's not going to be what even a Chevrolet is. And it's definitely not what a Toyota is. We all know that in the car world. People are still dumb enough to go buy Jaguars and Range Rovers, but, you know, they pay the price when they do. Why? Because Englishmen can't build the same cars the rest of them stepping on somebody's toes, but they just don't. And yes, I get England is more free than China, but it's still not as free as we are here. They just don't have the same incentives that we have. And frankly, there's not too many countries around the world that do. And it's one of those things that we need to make sure we hold on to and we don't lose or we're going to lose that edge. I'm afraid we've already lost some of it based upon this whole equity nonsense we keep you know, messing with. It keeps coming out of the current administration. We're not equal. And I'm glad we're not. I don't want to be equal. I want to be me. You guys have heard me say I don't want to be like some other talk show host. I don't want to be like some other business owner. Can I learn from them? Absolutely. But do I want to be them? No. I want to be me, John Rush, myself. I don't want to be anyone else. I'm who God made. 
and I'm thankful that he did. Why we as Americans can't embrace that more? Well, I guess first off, you have to have a belief in God and a creator that made us. That's the first problem, which I have. And yes, I believe he made me just like I am. Faults and all. And yes, I work on those on a routine basis. And no, I am not perfect. Neither is anyone else. But I'm proud of who I am. I've said this a thousand times on air, and I'll keep saying it. I am proud to be a white male American that is 58 years of age that lives here in Colorado. I am not ashamed of that in the least, and I am not going to apologize to anyone for my skin color and my heritage and how I've grown up. Nor do I need to, nor do any of you, by the way. In some way, somehow, we have got to start saying what I just said more often in a nice, polite, congenial way that people understand you just need to be proud of who you are, no matter what your background is. Every one of us has backgrounds where we're proud or not, and sometimes all in the same sentence, but we keep moving on in spite of our past or in honor of our past, depending upon what that past was. And no, not all pasts are great. And that could be all in the same life, by the way. Some of us have great things we want to remember. Some of us have things we want to forget. That's called life, folks. It's never perfect. That's the problem we have with the last couple of generations, including the one now. They want it to be perfect. There's no such thing. Life isn't perfect. It is full of faults It is full of disappointments. It's full of discouragement. It's full of successes and achievements if you do it correctly. It's full of fun if you do it right. You know, it could be all of those things wrapped into one life, which is the way it's supposed to be. No one ever said it was going to be a picnic. And it's not in a lot of cases. Even for me, there's days where it's better than others. That's called life. I know you all probably look at me and think, oh, yeah, it must be nice. Yep, you know, got your own business, done fairly well. You know, have, have your kids even running it. You help other businesses out. You coach them. You wear all these different hats. Life must be great. Some days it is. Some days it's not. What I do know is when the red light comes on in this studio, it doesn't make any difference what's happened up to that point. It has to be good and jovial and fun from that point forward. Why? Because it's my job. It's what I do for you all on a daily basis, no matter what's happened that day. So yeah, it may sound like it's great every day, but guess what? I have the same struggles in life you all have. It's just different. Every one of us is different. That's the key. We're not the same, nor will we ever be. And this whole nonsense That the left is shoving down our throats about equity and the fact that everything needs to be equal. It's a pipe dream, folks. That is a utopian existence that is unreal. It does not exist and it never will. The sooner we recognize that and the sooner you get your kids and grandkids to recognize that, the better off we'll all be. Doesn't mean we run around and stomp on somebody if they're not doing as well as us. No, we lift them up. We help them out. We teach them. We guide them. 
it's how we live life, folks. And as Christians especially, we need to do those things. Now, is there times we need to teach someone how to live life correctly by not giving them a handout? Absolutely. Sometimes a handout's the worst thing you can do. I've seen that in the church world too many times. Handouts typically don't help anyone. Typically make it worse. Best way to teach some people is for them to figure it out on their own because they have to. Because there's no option. There's no choice. I I know this is a stretch, but I've talked about homelessness a lot on our program. I was going to say this earlier in the week, but I never got around to it. So I think it was last Thursday night. I'm on my way home. I'm at the corner of 225 and Parker heading back north so I can head home. And Charlie knows the area. There's almost always someone with a cardboard sign at Parker and 225 at each end of the ramp. I mean, almost on four corners there. Actually, Charlie, there's what? One, two, three, four. There's like six corners there. Because they'll hang out in the middle median as well. And here's my number one thought when I'm sitting there. One, I get irritated that somebody's there with a cardboard sign in the first place. Not because somebody's down and out, because I don't know if they are. Are they down and out or do they have a cardboard sign just sucking cash dollars out of the folks driving by? I don't know. I do know this. I get irritated at the people that stop traffic because they're handing out whatever it is they're doing. Dollars, tens, twenties, whatever it happens to be. Don't care. And I've said it, and I'll keep saying it. We could have all of the governmental policy in the world about homelessness. You want to, you know how to kill homelessness? Stop feeding them. Stop giving them money at the corner, and they'll go away. They won't have a choice. So we are as much of the problem as government is. If we stopped giving them things at the corner, they'd figure it out. And don't tell me that I'm hardcore and I'm harsh and and I don't love people because, no, I do. In fact, I don't want them on the corner. I want them doing something else. All right, I know I'm up against a break. I'll come right back. Bruce Simmons is next, reverse mortgage specialist. Bruce would love to help you when it comes to reverse mortgage and deciding, is it a good fit for you? Call him today, 303-467-7821. I'm Bruce Simmons, KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist. I recently did a reverse mortgage for KLZ producer Steve Ebling. We knew we were sitting on a pile of equity, buying a house 36 years ago and then having paid it off. The Denver market being what it is, lots of uh, equity there, but it's essentially locked up. You can't really touch it without a tool like a reverse mortgage. Anybody who sits down and discusses this with Bruce will quickly understand that he is a subject matter expert, and I don't know if there's anything out there that he hasn't seen yet. It's just good to have a professional like Bruce in your corner. I don't know that a reverse mortgage is for everybody, but for the people who have thought it through, and again, they obviously they're sitting on some equity and they'd like to use it, I would highly recommend giving Bruce a call. I'd love to help you unlock a portion of the value of your home with a reverse mortgage. Give me a call directly at 303-467-7821. 303-467-7821. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Golden Eagle Financial, and don't forget, he's got a Al, has a lunch and learn with a CPA along with himself in Bennett next week on the 3rd, November 3rd. Register today. He's going to feed you lunch, 303-744-1128. Your retirement plan with Al Smith will consider possibilities that could threaten your nest egg. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. With stock market volatility and runaway inflation, 
your retirement plan probably needs some attention. Call my office and we can sit down and have a conversation to see if you're on track. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. It's pretty obvious from everything you see in the news and things that are going on that we are living in uncertain times with inflation and stock market volatility. To see how that may affect you and your plans for retirement, give my office a call and we can sit down and have a conversation. The number is 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Call Al Smith today or go to klzradio.com money. All right, Gina's Auto Service, take your vehicle in, get it ready for winter, which literally is just around the corner. We may even see some weather tonight or first thing in the morning, and it'll be colder even as we go into Friday morning. 303-794-6700, that's Gino's Auto Service. Gino's Auto Service in Littleton is the place for all of your car care and vehicle maintenance needs. For over 39 years, Gino's has been serving customers along the front range. It won't be long before the cold weather returns, and now is a good time to make sure your vehicles are serviced and in good condition for fall. Geno's will prepare your car with a belt and hose check for cracks and make sure your fluid levels are correct. How long has it been since you've had your oil changed? Geno's can check to see that your heater is working properly. Remember that any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a NAPA Peace of Mind warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Ab- Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, one of our great sponsors, by the way. Don't forget about their $1,000 off furnace special they're running right now. Bob and Thornton, though, you are next. Go ahead, Bob. Hi, John. Uh, say, I, I can't compete with uh, <laughs> John from Wyoming, but this is a, a bit of a long story, a, a, a few minutes. That's fine. Let's hear it. Well, if you're, I don't know if you're following this uh, Fetterman versus uh, Dr. Oz. I watched and, a little bit of it last night, yes. Oh, this Fetterman, uh, oh, God. Uh, but, you know, Dr. Oz, he wouldn't have been my favorite candidate. Me neither. He is not so my favorite candidate. Bob. Let's just say it that way, Bob. So anyway, this Fetterman says, oh, I, in 19, or 2018, I want no fracking in Pennsylvania. Now he says, oh, yeah, I, I, uh, well, he stumbled around. Yeah, I'm, I'm for fracking, always have been. Okay, let me give you a little uh, backstory, and this connects into New York State, which okay. is right next door to him. There's a woman running for uh, governor there named Kathy Hochul. She was uh, lieutenant governor, and when Andrew uh, Cuomo quit, she became governor. Right. She's, she's a pol- uh, politician from my hometown of Buffalo, New York. Her husband runs a company called the Delaware North Corporation. And in Nor- New York, if you got a sporting event or a concert or a uh, convention or anything, her husband gets uh, shoveled the uh, the contracts for all everything, concessions, parking, you name it, hmm. everything. A little insider right. trading going on there. That's yeah, that's the New York side. Now, Pennsylvania, there's a couple named Terry and Kim Pagula. They have they made enough money 
fracking in Pennsylvania for oil and gas to become multi-billionaires, somewhere between six and seven billion, more than Donald Trump. Okay. His wife is uh, a Buffalo, New York, Western New York uh, native. They buy the Buffalo Sabres, the Rochester hockey team, the Buffalo Bills, all that other stuff. They're buddy-buddy with this Kathy uh, Holcomb and her husband that runs the Delaware North Corporation. They have talked them Now, they got a lot of money, John, a lot of money, and they bought the Buffalo Bills. They have talked this Kathy Holcomb into saying, we will build you a new stadium for the Buffalo Bills on the taxpayer dime. But he made all his money fracking for oil and natural gas in Pennsylvania. Wow. And this Fetterman, who couldn't find you know his butt with two hands. Right. Oh my God! How can they? How can they run this guy? I. You know what? I, I watched some of that last night, Bob. And really, my first thought was just sheer, you know, feeling sorry and having pity on him in the first place. And, and, and to your point, who in their right mind would put him up there? It, it, that, that, it's, it's cruelty as far as I'm concerned. It's just cruel. John, you you got to realize there's, and I'm, I, I'm probably guilty of this too. If I see an R in front of somebody, they're getting my vote. I don't care who. I'm the, the same way, Bob. And if, if, if there's a whole bunch of people, if they see a D in the front of somebody, they're going to vote for him. It's those 40% in the middle that are, you know, right. non-voters. That's right. This this cross border between Pennsylvania and New York should be investigated because this Kathy Holcomb has been shoveling hmm. uh, contracts to her out of Pennsylvania and selling it in New York. Hmm. But you can't you can't drill in New York. Nope, so you cannot. That's you. interesting. I appreciate that, Bob. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will. I'll do some investigation on that. I got to take a break. Get caught back up here, but I'll do some investigation on that and see what I can find. I don't. I, not that I don't distrust you, Bob, at all. I believe you full well, and you've never steered me wrong yet. So I'll do some investigative work on that. And we've got some experts that can talk about that also. And I can tell you right now, that particular race in New York. Uh, that one's tightening up as well. Where will it end up? We talk about that on the National Crawford Roundtable. You can hear tonight, by the way, at 6 o'clock. Where is it going to end up? I don't know, but a lot of these races have really tightened up. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next, folks. And again, water quality, a big deal. Maintenance, a big deal. Instant hot water, a big deal. There's lots of things you can do to save money and keep your home where it needs to be maintenance-wise. And they've got a great membership program as well. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with High Five Plumbing. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Service that ends with a high five. Starts with a team that prioritizes excellence. I want to tell you about the High Five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he said, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems. And I said, yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in. And he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John. And I'm going to tell you, that company is A number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. 
All right. Up next, we have got Absolute Electric Heating and Air. Same thing. They've got a great membership program as well. But on top of that, $1,000 off right now, a full furnace installation. All you have to do is contact them. Find them again at klzradio.com or call direct 720-526-0231. Please mention Rush to Reason. Replace your furnace, air conditioning, or both with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air and take advantage of their limited-time offer of up to $1,000 off your replacement before November 15th. Don't put off replacing your system any longer. Waiting could mean you face long wait times, limited availability, and low stock. Moving into 2023, industry equipment standards are changing, and with that, equipment costs will increase as well. Financing is always available, but don't miss out on this huge discount and the lower prices of 2022. Installs can usually be done within a single day, including five-star cleanup when they are finished. Book before the busy season comes into full swing. Get on the books by November 15th and get up to $1,000 off by visiting klzradio.com absolute or by calling 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Save the Storks. We heard from them, by the way, at the very beginning of the show, and we came in at 3 o'clock, and we are doing our best to raise money for a stork bus. They are out to not only save babies' lives, but really, it is health care for moms as well. I mean that sincerely. Savethestorks.com is the place to go again. Savethestorks.com. Colorado continues to promote the abortion industry in unthinkable ways. An abortionist who makes millions is raising $500,000 to build out a second abortion clinic in our state where babies' lives will be taken up to the time of birth. And if that isn't shocking enough, your tax dollars are being used to build more abortion clinics all over Colorado, preying on women in unplanned pregnancies. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, a pro-life ministry that is stepping in with love and compassion to show these women the truth about their pregnancy. Do not give up hope and do not give in to the abortion industry. Your gift will support critical missions and initiatives that are saving the lives of the unborn. Your gift will help us raise funds for a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here in Colorado. Please give today to help us get this medical unit into production by this December and on the road by early next year. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and mention KLZ or KLTT. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now. You don't like the way your business has trapped you into working an overtime job every week. John Rush teaches folks in your situation to get out from under their companies using his 40 years of industry experience. Your operation isn't fully functional, at least not with the way it's been going. John Rush will help you fix that by bringing his own knowledge to the table. You're an expert in your industry, so give that job to someone else whose hourly is not as costly as yours should be. John wants you to make your operation run for you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is Real Relatable Radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason. Wayne in Castle Rock. What's going on, Wayne? Hey, John. You know, I wanted to make a comment on the... uh, You mentioned that uh, 
you're voting straight party line Republican, and I understand that, and it's become necessary right now for people that believe in the Republican cause. But what has happened? No, it's, it's, it's necessary for anybody that doesn't believe in the Democrat cause. Agreed. That's the best well, way to say that. Per, per, personally agreed. Uh, but what I what I find is that about eighteen or twenty years ago, the Democrat Party started holding all of their um, candidates to hold the party line, and if they didn't, then they would be primaried out at the next election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that started about six years ago with the Republican Party. So both the Republicans and Democrats, the party controls the votes of their elected members. It shouldn't be that way. I mean, controls the primary of those? Well, what, what it does, they say that you have to vote the way we want you to vote. If you don't, we will primary you out. Oh, I see what you're saying. In other words, when they go to their elected official, their, their elected offices, if they don't toe the line, they'll primary them out. Exactly. Yeah, the difference yeah, on the Republican is- side versus the Democrat side, though, Wayne, as you know, is there there is not unification on the Republican side as to which way they should vote and who should get primaried in or out. In fact, what's happening of late oh, yes, is, is a lot of the rhinos are getting primaried out. Well, for that very reason. Correct. I mean, the Democrats and the Republicans are playing the same game with their elected officials. Which I'm okay with. And, you know, well, you know, 30 years ago, there would be a vote that would come up, or 40 years ago, well, 30, I think probably even 25, uh, there would be a vote that would come up and uh, the members of Congress would vote, and there would be some Democrats that would join the Republicans and some Republicans that would vote, you know, join the Democrats, and they were voting their conscience. And maybe where, maybe their constituency where they happen to live, which might have a different philosophy than somebody in another area, but that doesn't happen anymore. Right now, it's party line votes, period. And you very, very seldom see either Democrat or Republican deviate from what the party. But don't ideas don't you are. think, though, Wayne? In a lot of cases, I was thinking about this great topic. I was thinking about some of this last couple of days as well. And, and don't you think, though, that a lot of that is because as a a country as a whole, or even as a state here in Colorado, we've grown to the point to where, tell me something they shouldn't vote party line on. Democrats well, want to spend money, typically not all, and this is one of the things we're fighting against in the Republican Party, but typically the Republicans are going to be much more conservative. So tell me where that wouldn't be a party line vote in that particular area. Well, I'll tell you two areas. Uh, number one would be abortion, yep. and the other area would be gun rights. Okay. And there may be some Democrats that actually believe in the Second Amendment, but they can't vote that way. Nope. They will get, they will get primaried out. out if they do. That's a good example. Exactly. And another example is the abortion issue. Uh, maybe there are some Republicans that believe that a woman's freedom of choice is greater than the life of the unborn. I don't agree with that, by the way. But um, No, I see what you're saying. I, I, get the, I get the I, I get the. The example that's, makes sense. That's, yeah, that's, that's the big picture. And the, the whole thing is the party tells the uh, elected officials how to vote. The elected officials are no longer representing their constituency. They're representing the party. And that, to me, is very troubling. Well, on the same token, though, Wayne, you've heard me say, say this many, many times, what's the alternative? 
Yeah, well... Because unfortunately, you look at even other countries, Andy and I talked about this some yesterday, look at other countries where there's more than two parties. Tell me they're any better off, because they're not. Well, maybe they are because they have more choices. Uh, No, as far as how how the countries are run, no, they're not better off. Well, now, in that regard, I would agree. But uh, the the voters have more choices. The voters have more choices, no doubt. And, and you know, I'm not saying voters don't have choices here. I mean, they end up with lots of people on the ballot they can vote for. The problem is we all know, or I shouldn't say all, most know that if they really want to see anything accomplished, they've got to vote for either a D or an R or or their particular, even they personally, their agenda is not going to be accomplished. Sure. I would agree with that. It's unfortunate, but that's the world we're in right now. It is. And in this country, Wayne, let's face it, it's been that way since the establishment of the country, for the most part. No, actually, that's not true, John. Uh, You know, when Abraham Lincoln was elected as a Republican, the Whigs were the Whigs and the Democrats were the two parties. Mm -hmm. The Republican Party was an outlier like the Libertarian Party is now. Correct. And... um, they had enough support for Abraham Lincoln that they were able to bring the Republican Party into the fray, and the Whigs were out. They no longer had any control, and they lost everything. That could happen again. Yeah, I... You know, Wayne, you know me. I'll never say never because things can happen and things can change and things can even change <laughs> sure. pretty quickly. Although that sure. would that would be some that would have to be some big things changing to make that happen. Again, not saying that it can't. Not saying it can't. But is it is it likely? Probably not. Nah, I don't think it is either. But um, you know, but, but I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, you know me. I'll never say never because hey, stranger things have happened. To your point a moment ago about that that joint forces, I guess you could say back then. But and I guess I should correct myself since since not the beginning of the country. I mean, I don't know. Even if you go back then, I mean, that was the one exception to where things changed with three different parties. But for the most part, Wayne, we've been a two party system our entire life. Yeah. After Abraham Lincoln, I would agree. And but it wasn't a, now. Now, really quick, Wayne. Uh, here, here's here's something to throw at you. And I, I've got about two minutes here left of this particular uh, hour. I think this. I actually think there's a bigger chance of something happening on the Democrat side to what you're saying than there is the Republican side. I think you're going to find a split on the Democrat party. I agree there's with a, that one. There's another party that is forming right now. There is, and it's going to and do more to pull away from Democrats than it will from us. Agreed. Yep. And I don't remember the name of that party. We talked about this a couple of nights ago. I didn't remember the I name. I can't remember it either. I should name. know it, but I don't. Yeah, my wife would know that because she follows them because she wants to find out what the other parties are doing. Uh, but they're very, very active. And they, they were are. growing exponentially for a while. And I don't know if that's continuing. I guess they had some uh, uprising within the leadership that kind of slowed things down a little bit. But... Um, the Republicans, you know, there was a time that there was, it was looking like there was going to be a split in the Republican Party. I truly believe it will happen. You know, you had the Tea Party people and you had the establishment Republicans, and they were completely opposite in what they believed in. I yep. mean, overall, yep. that's not true. They weren't, op- they weren't opposite, but they, they had enough differences that the, the Tea Party had to be eliminated by the Republicans and because they were tied to the Republicans, the Republican Party was able to squash the Tea Party. And that's unfortunate because the Tea Party actually was 
more like a uh, libertarian-leaning Republican, and the establishment Republicans were going yes. closer to that of the Democrats. Yes, agree. And that's unfortunate because there was an opportunity there, and the Republican Party squashed it. Agree. Wayne, great points. I appreciate that very much. It's always a joy talking to you. And, uh, you know, you, you make all of us think, and I appreciate that very much. American National Insurance is next. And Paul Lewenberger would love to help you with all of your insurance. And speaking of, Charlie and I, as we look out the window here just a little bit west of us, there is a building on fire. Every time something like that's on fire, I think, I hope they're insured correctly. That could be you. Are you is my question. If you don't know the answer, call my good friend Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance now. 303-662-0789. Everyone is looking to save money, but in the wrong places. When you're looking for ways to save money, start by reviewing your insurance. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers the biggest savings through the rebate program and other cost-effective opportunities that reward responsibility. You're someone who hasn't made a claim in the last three years. Imagine that during that time, you were insured with Paul Lewinberger. You'd be getting a check for 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. Besides the rewards of the rebate program, there are other ways to save when you work with Paul. He encourages you to take a higher deductible but enjoy lower premiums. He knows that you won't make a claim unless you actually need to. Paul Lewinberger offers the most value for long-term thinkers because when you're responsible, everyone wins. Call Paul with American National Insurance right now, 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, that's it for this hour. We'll be right back. Three, th- hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.